0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. i glad to be in the house of the God of the King of Kings today. Amen. We've been praying. We've been seeking God. For three days, an all-night prayer meeting last night. It's been so powerful. The Lord has visited us. Backsliders repenting this morning in our 8:30 service. Hey, Amen. Somebody was baptized in Jesus' name. There's gonna be more baptized before this service is over. Come on, we got people in the floor. We're so mad all of us. Lord, I receive all the prayers of the saints of God. God, I receive all the prayers that's been prayed for me and my family. Lord, I pray, let it it rain on me, Jesus. Come on, let it rain on me, Jesus. Lord, I want what you have for me. The church has been praying. Lord, I receive that miracle in advance receive salvation in advance. Come on, to the Lord, I receive the breakthrough for what I (laughs) (laughs) Lift your hands and just love the Lord I feel my spirit praying In Jesus' name The book of Mark So glad for all of our guests All the saints of God Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord? Isn't it great to be in the house of the Lord? preach for the Lord, I feel it's put on my spirit. It'll be somewhat different from this morning. Because God's given some people an opportunity today to get right with Him. The Bible says, work while it's day, lest night comes upon you. It tells us in Mark chapter 13, Oh God, I thank You for the saints of God. Thank you for the body of Christ. Thank you for the church. Lord, they've been moved and they've been stirred. They've worshipped. I pray God, let there be a holy anointing fall upon them today. I pray every heart, every heart and heart would be softened. Oh Lord, every conscience seared would be renewed. God, back to old time convictions. Lord, baptize us today with the fear of God. I want you to lift your, lay your Bibles down. I want you to lift your hands and say, God, give me a fear of God. And get baptized with the fear of God. And old convictions. Come on, some of your grandparents had old convictions. God, give me convictions. I want what they had. I don't want to be desensitized by the end time spirit of the Antichrist. I want to be saved. I want to be right. I want to be ready. Amen. Have you ever wondered when the Lord returns who He's coming to get? I'm going to tell you who the Lord's going to come and receive in the, in the rapture. He's coming for those that are looking for Him. Everybody say amen. He's coming for those that are looking for Him. The people that are not watching, they're not looking, are going to be left behind. The Bible says that they will be caught unawares. Scripture says that they, they did not see when the when the master came. The steward of the house wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing, and he came. Oh God, I don't want to be slumbering and sleeping to you. How I many want to be sober and vigilant, aware of his, of his coming? Amen. 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 Mark chapter 13. Thank you for all of those that are here that did not go home and you saw the sanctuary was full today. That so many I can see. I try to be mindful that that you are out of the foyer today. And we try to think ahead and social distancing. And let me say again, please don't, don't, don't go up to somebody and say, you know, you know, I, I'm okay with it. You're okay with it. Will you shake my hand? I'd like to hug you. Don't do that to anybody. Let's not shake anybody's hands. Let's be safe. Let's be mindful. Can you say, "Amen"? We want to be a safe place, but we we, we want to protect what God's allowed us to do and let's be back in His house. Yeah. Amen. And uh, the Lord's going to bless you for being here. How many have been hungry to be in the house of God? Amen. Oh, I'm hungry for His presence. Hallelujah, yes. hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is so random. I, this is so random. What are you going to be praying about? I, I've been thinking about starting school before Christian school, I just feel just feel impressed to tell the body that we've done a lot of planning, a lot of research over a year and a half, and uh, I've been praying about it. I, I just feel like that it might be the time to do it. We have the space. It's end times. We need to provide a, a, a safe place, and uh, we're working through logistics. Would you all be praying with pastor about that? Amen. I had somebody to call me the other day and said, I feel like God wants you to do this. And he didn't know we'd be praying about it and seeking God about it. But I want you to pray that we'll be wise. All the logistics that go in there. There's so much. But We want to we be in the will of God. Can you say amen? amen. Every an hour for children to be in the presence of God more often. Yes. Daily devotions, Christian teaching. Amen. So be praying about that with, with Pastor Mark 13 Verse thirty-two, but in that day and that hour, no man what? In that hour knoweth no man, know not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, of the Father. Take ye heed, watch and pray. For ye know not when what the time is. Just just for a sake of the witness of the body, do you believe the time is near? The time is near. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants. That's Jesus going into heaven, turning the authority over to the believers. Do you see that? He ascended to heaven, turned the authority over to the believers, the disciples, us. Gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the poor to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh. It's your neighbor said, we don't know the day or the hour. But he's coming. We have to be watching, we have to be ready. There's an an hour to abstain from seeing this matter. It says, for you know not where the master of the house cometh at even or at midnight, or at the cock prone or in the morning, lest coming when suddenly. Key word today. Is suddenly, everybody say, suddenly. He findeth you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all watch. Today, I will use a term from Facebook. My message today is simply called Watch Party. Watch Party. How many have you seen that on Facebook? Watch Party. I believe we're a watch party. If you're watching today live stream, why don't you share the message? God's going to stir people. People have been repenting online. Aren't we glad for that? People have been giving their life. People from around, around the country, people have been watching and praying and seeking the, the face of God. Amen, amen. Watching. He said, let's come and suddenly find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all. Everybody say, watch. Everybody say it again, watch. Drink a, drink a pot of coffee, but watch. Get an energy drink, but watch. Five hour energy drink, I don't know. Lead your neighbor, now, I'm not telling you to go do all these things, but look at your neighbor and say, You better still wait. He's coming. Lift <laughs> your hands, invite the Prince of the Lord into your life. Watch, therefore. <laughs> Maybe seated. She contacted me a little, maybe a little over two weeks ago. Sister Claudette Walker sent me a message. She said, I heard your message from the message you preached, I believe it was the one from store conference that I recently preached online about distractions at midnight. About the coming of the Lord that is very, very near. It's up on us. Can't be blind. He's coming. I tell everyone in the room that can hear me, the Lord is coming. He's going to come suddenly. 2,000 years He hasn't come, but when He comes, and suddenly. Everybody say, and suddenly. Jesus said that when He comes, it's going to be like the eagles that gather to the carcass. We're going to gather to Him. We're going to respond to Him. And He said, it's going to come out of one direction and go like a, like a boat of lightning. It's going to go around the earth just like that. And, and just in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, the trumpet's going to sound, and in a moment, a twinkling of an eye, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we who are alive remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Jesus said, "If you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, He said, I would have told you so. But I go to prepare a place for you. And He said, If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and." receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also. The old timers would write songs like this. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. Oh, I can't feel at home in this world anymore. If you live very long, you're going to taste the but I come to tell you, I believe sooner than later the trumpet's going to sound. And those that have made their souls right with God are going to leave this old earth and go to view a land to a heaven, streets of gold, and gates of pearl, and walls of jasper. Come on, do you still believe that there's a heaven been prepared? The Bible says, I have not seen, and ear have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of man the things that God them that love him. Come on, if this world is not your home, why don't you jump to your feet and clap your hands and say, I'm going to make it. both the day and night hey I'm fed up with this old world I'm tired of its racism I'm tired of its, of its of its burning down I'm tired of its pestilence I'm tired of its earthquake ways of the world, defying this word of God. We, we talk about defying government orders. Let's talk about defying biblical orders that's been going on for a long time. Voting 10 commandments out of the courthouses, voting prayer out of the schoolhouses, and they wonder why there's so much chaos in our communities. Come on, it's not because nature is because they rejected the divine nature. You want to see America change? You put God back in America. Which are called by my name shall humble themselves, humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn, talking to his people, talking to saved people, talking to people that should stay saved, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked way, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and heal their land. I'm not worried right now about the anti-God people. I'm worried about the people that know how to pray that's not praying. (laughs) People that know how to pray. seeking God seeking God God has put an old stirring in me stirring in me I feel I feel like an old time I feel old I feel old feel like a connecting to some old like an old mentor an old anointing you see when I've been preaching oh God don't let me be deceived Don't don't let me be a modern, cool, culturally accepted preacher. God, don't let me be a people pleaser. Don't let me just say what people want me to say. I didn't eat last night. I'm going to eat real good in a little bit. I'm running a high octane caffeine right now. After a all night prayer meeting, I feel alive, I'm going to tell you. Right. We we're sitting there talking. Do you remember when he started talking about his daddy preaching those timber bottles, Rush Arbor meetings. They sat on old logs and chairs on sawdust floors that preach repentance, turn from your sin. Old tent revivals. They didn't have nice air-conditioned buildings with perfect temperature baptismal tanks to get baptized in. Set outside the rain. They had revival and rainstorms. People didn't care. because the preacher was preaching about coming out and being right with God. He said, I remember when Dad would preach those old brush-arbor tent revival meetings. (sighs) And they're coming back. That old conviction is gonna come back. Won't be long I'll be preaching because we're going to come out of prayer. There's going to be people repenting before I can ever give the altar call. They're going to be repenting in the parking lot. Before they ever get in the building, they're going to feel the heat from the altar that the saints of God have built. Come on, I saw what happened this morning. People running to the altar, repenting of their sins and God changing their life. I'm not talking about feeling good. I'm talking about conversions and change. I really feel that. He said they would fall off, fall off of those benches or those chairs and the sawdust floors and weeping and crying and repenting. And I believe that there's an old revival where God's going to baptize us with a fear of God to where we think about eternity instead of our next movie we're going to watch. We start thinking about eternity instead of the next vacation we're going to go on. I believe America has become blinded in the luxurious blessing that God Put this country in. But God's calling the church back to an altar of prayer. He's calling us back to conviction. He's calling us back. Come on, do you feel what I'm preaching? There's an awakening. There's a stirring. There's a moving. There's a moving. Growing up in churches. And I'm going to tell you what we felt the last few days. Is We're not talking about the old days. We're talking about what God's doing now. Well, we have felt the last few days and hours of prayer. Thousands of hours that have been prayed in the last few days from this building, from the people that have gathered. Oh, every prayer meeting we've had, there's been probably seven or eight of them. All of them have been over two hours except for one. People do not want to leave the glory of the Lord responding. And what's happening is there's an awareness coming upon us. Are you hearing me? There's a there's a shaking. We've been preaching about the coming of the Lord. And I'll preach it every Sunday if God permits, wants me to preach it. But you listen to this preacher. There's an awareness. People, even sinner people are saying something's happening. How in the world can a whole world be shut down in two or three weeks? COVID-19 affect the entire world in just a few weeks. And my thought is if a a virus of some sort, a respiratory virus of some sort can impact the world in two or three weeks, I wonder what a hot altar of a fear of God can do for our world. But tonight we're just going to have an old-fashioned prayer meeting like we've been having, and the glory of God is coming in. The Lord's putting names of people in our mind while we're praying. They're coming to the church and repenting, and I come to tell this church if you've ever dreamt about being used of God, you need to quit putting it off and start praying now. I feel like preaching to somebody. God's going to do a new thing in you. He's waiting on you to become hungry. Maybe see. Sister Claudette Walker sent me a text. She said, the Lord on March the 21st woke me up and I went downstairs and he spoke to me. And she said, the Lord said, I wish my people would treat sin the way they do COVID-19. Afraid to touch something that may be what an infected person touches. Face mask and hand sanitizer sold out. Against that, I pump my gas with a, with a with a glove on. I'm not saying against it, but we're so scared to get infected with COVID 19 that we're wide open to sin. Watch perfect. It's entertainment. It makes you feel good. And you'll let the enemy touch your eyes, reach his hand into your ears, all the way down in your heart. Till when you get mad, cuss words come to your tongue. And you forget what Jesus said. It's not what entered a man's mouth that defiles him, but it's what comes out of his mouth. You young people talking about sex, you're talking about drugs and drinking and wanting to get drunk. You've got more desires to please haters of God and ask Gnostic and atheists than you do. going and watching movies like Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, watching pornography because it's not the rating that they have in somewhere in their conscience that they shouldn't, they, they justify it. And one of the distractions of the midnight hour, of the of hour church is you'll justify what I felt in prayer. I've been alone with God for nearly two weeks. Before you judge me, understand, have you prayed recently? Right. Have you been in your Bible? Right. Are you letting Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC? you letting every, every show out there tell you and, and conduct your thinking of what's going on? Somebody needs to get back to the good. book of Timothy. Now this verse, chapter 4 verse 1. Just hang with me. I'm going to preach until the Holy Ghost lifts from me. Now the Spirit's speaking expressly that in the latter times some shut apart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. You listen to me before you think it's okay just because you're popular doesn't make it okay. That's right. That's right. It's not just what you watch it's who you watch consumed with entertainment. That's our problem. We can read three verses and feel good about our eternity. We can go to church every now and then and feel good about it. Five hours of television. Watching people. I'm not saying everything on there is dirty. We are out of balance as a body. You know I'm telling you the truth. Let me tell you how to justify what you're doing. Help gauge yourself. Are you praying? Is there a desire to pray? Am I thinking of the coming of the Lord? Am I ready? this. How I can I have more money in my retirement? I'm not against that. I teach that. We do classes about retirement. You, you, we, we took Wednesday night for months and taught about better living. I'm not against that. But when we can't think about the coming of the Lord because we can't think about anything else but what we want on this earth. you got to understand that heaven and earth shall pass away. you got to understand that you need to lay treasures in heaven for the law and the rust can't corrupt, and the feet can't break through and steel. For where the heart is, that's where the treasure is. He said, You gotta you gotta step back from 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 from, from temporal, temporal passions and the cares of this life. And you gotta start thinking, if I die tonight, would I be there, or am I going down there? Right? Right. Where am I gonna be if I die tonight? If the trumpet sounds by the end of this message, where it shook me brother Fred when I was 15 years old at a youth rally and my once pastor was preaching and I'll never, I don't remember what he was preaching but I'll never get what he said. He said the Lord's coming and he said you better make sure your heart's right and this is what he said. He said you know if you're ready or not and he said if you don't know, he said you're not ready. All right, all right. How would you not alter repent it? Because there's one thing I believe. Let God's word be true and never man a liar. Timothy chapter 3, bear with me. He said, this know also that in the last days, everybody say, my days. My My generation. Everybody say, right now. now. Perilous times shall come. All you young people, listen to me. Dangerous times. Perilous, perils, dangerous times for the day you're a young man. Amen. Become this church into a little boy. I couldn't love you more. I couldn't love you more. I thank God for you. I pray for you. And you're a good basketball player. But I still beat you. Amen. <laughs> we got a rematch coming up, I think, huh? But you're a young man, and the Bible says in your day, it's perilous times, yeah, right. dangerous times, temptation on every corner. You can't even go buy a grocery without seeing perversion. Right, right. You can't drive down the highway without trying to cover your kids' eyes up. Don't look! How about bumper stickers and stickers yeah. Yeah. that trash? Women degrading themselves. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Women downing themselves because they they the Bible says that the men have changed the natural use of the woman. Yeah. Degrading her to some some low-level nothing. Yeah. It's not biblical. Yeah. Now we got people that don't even want to live yeah. because they feel their life is invaluable and suicide is upon the earth. Yeah. Oh, they called it. They called it the hippies, free love. Oh, we don't have to go to church. We don't have to listen to, to our, 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 our father's pastor. We, don't, we can go to Woodstock and we can become hairy Christians and sell flowers on, on the corners. We can smoke our weed and drink our booze. and We we don't have to date one, marry one. We can have all kinds of women. We can, we can have all kinds. You listen to this preacher preach. And what came out of that was chaos and confusion and a fatherless generation and a generation that has no direction. Hold on a minute before you clap. You listen to this preacher. And now the only body, only people that have leading them is culture and celebrities and superstars that, that despise God. That teach them everything. They learned how to through movies and R-rated and X-rated and video sites and chat rooms and the absence of God and Grandma quit going to church and Daddy quit going there. no I'm coming to preach to you. We need a revival in the church. We need a revival in the land. It's produced to parents. There's counterculture culture right there. That's not talking about kids. It's not talking about four-year-olds. It's talking about people that grow up that they were way, raised in the ways of the Lord and they disobeyed the traditions they were taught. Are you, are you here? Disobedient to parents. What's the next one? I'm thankful. You know what I've learned? I have learned that when you only think about what you do not have you start becoming unthankful for the things you do have. You can't praise God for what He's given you because you can't get your mind off of what He hasn't given you. And the Bible says it's the spirit of the day. It's gonna be covetousness. It's unthankful. It's covetousness. You can't rejoice because somebody else has what you want. And I come and tell you it's the spirit of the day. Unholy, without natural affection, Truth breakers. False accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Yeah. Okay. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Are you ready? For of this sort are they the, which creep in the houses and lead captive silly women laid with sins. Led away with divers lust, Ever learning. Never able to come to the knowledge of the truthful. You say, why are you preaching this way? I'm going to tell you why I'm preaching this way. Because God's been reaching for some of you, but you're not responding. God's been speaking to you for years, but you're not responding. One of the greatest, horrors. You want to make sure that they spoke the name of Jesus over your baptism. Well, that's not how grandma did it. That's how not how Papa did it. That's not how my, my pastor when, years ago did it. Don't, don't judge what you do. The Bible says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Make sure that the, the person who baptized you said the name of Jesus. I got rebaptized. You know I got rebaptized, Cindy? You remember that? A fear of God came over you. Daddy and I said, I feel like I need to get rebaptized. Don. And I called him up, went down to church. I looked at my brother was there. I said, What are you doing here? He said, I got so stirred of fear of God, I felt like I need to be rebaptized. No plan. You know I got rebaptized? Because I was a little boy when I got baptized. I'm not against that. I was six years old. I, I can't remember. I know I don't repent, but I can not truly remember. I remember being scared of the water. But I felt God stirred me. Why risk it? Right, right, right. The Bible says in Acts 19, they were rebaptized. They were believers, but he rebaptized them. Why? They didn't have the name of Jesus put to them. In. They asked two questions in Acts 19: Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, How were you baptized? Somebody say amen. amen. I would make sure I get it right. I'll give you my private number. You can call me. You can call the church. I'll baptize you. But you want to make sure the name of Jesus was spoken to you. Amen. Okay. Yeah, Acts 22 16, I'll quote it. He said to Paul, why tears that? Arise and be baptized and to wash away thy sins. Call it on the name of the Lord. If I haven't been baptized, I wouldn't leave this building without getting baptized. Amen. Come on, I'm not just preaching to you, I preach you, I preach 8:30, same thing. Yeah. I want to be right. Yeah. Why do you want to get baptized? Because he that believeth and is baptized shall be we saved. Well, I was taught baptism isn't necessary. You better in the words of Jesus. Right, 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 right. Don't water it down. Right. Right. Somebody called me one time and said, I don't believe what you believe. They said, You believe baptism is essential? I said, Yes. They said, what's not a commandment. I said, There was. The Bible says it's a commandment. That's right. Exactly. Oh, and it didn't say that. I said, Yes, it does. I was 10. 48. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Somebody said, Jesus, Jesus. I'm stirred. You're intimidating me right now. We're gonna preach with a few and a half. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last hour, of church. And uh, he said, watch, watch therefore. See? And she told me, she said, the Lord's coming, Sister Walker. She said, The Lord told me that. He's coming very quickly. She put in capital letters with an exclamation point. He said he's coming very quickly. He said that the church needs to make sure that their lamps are full. The garment is spotless. Yeah. lift your hands and repeat everybody in the room oh, Lord we watch things we shouldn't have watched come on I'm talking to the church we believe reports we shouldn't have believed oh God I don't this message for the Nehemiah. Just hang with me. Don't anybody any, anybody leave. Jesus started the simple disciples. He said, go teach this. And they would go from house to house and they would teach, the kingdom is nigh to thee. See, what God does to save us isn't something so far off that it's not attainable for any of us. Salvation is reachable. You imagine spending eternity in hell and to think I didn't repent. So simple. Didn't, didn't get baptized? Just, just didn't get baptized? The Bible says he's coming back in a flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel. Do you hear this preacher today? Amen. One of the greatest torments in hell is to think that salvation was this close. God. That close. It was nigh me it says in Romans 8 excuse me Romans 10 he said the word is not even in thy mouth the word of faith which we have preached. he said what I preached to you was simply a word away a prayer away it was at the tip of your tongue he said with the mouth confession is made of the south for he that believed in his heart that God has raised him from the dead shall confess with his mouth he shall be saved the word is not it's there you just confess it and pray. But we're worried about what friends will say. We're worried about changing our life. We're worried about being rejected by family. We're worried about having to give up some things. It would be a terrible thing to stand before God and say, I'm sorry God, but I love culture more than I did you. I'm moved to my soul. You've heard me preach for years. You know I've never been this stern in my life. I've heard from God. I asked God. I felt so out of ordinary and normal. Elder I wept day in and day out. I cried day and night and night and day. My wife would reach over and she said, I feel your unrest. She didn't pray for me in that ride in the middle of the night. I couldn't sleep. Burdened and heavy for souls. I stood at the door of this church I said, God, I don't understand why I'm weeping, why I'm crying, I'm in agony, my soul's in anguish, I know it's for the people, but what is it? Immediately, I felt like God showed me something. I felt like God showed me. He was standing at the door, getting ready to shut the door of the dispensation of grace, and is looking at a multitude of people that have heard his call, heard the gospel preached, but he showed me they chose culture over him. They rejected the simple message of the cross, the simple message of the gospel. you hear me? You're going to be separated one of these days in judgment. He's going to separate the sheep from the goats. He's going to separate the righteous from the unrighteous. The godly from the ungodly. You say, I can't believe you're making me feel this way. I wish I could get you to stand in judgment with me for a few minutes now. Instead of having your sins to follow you to judgment later, God's trying to give you an opportunity. You what the Holy Ghost is speaking to me. Everybody say watch party. Watch. What we're doing right now, we're waiting. We're waiting on the coming of the Lord. We are. He said in Exodus 12. He said I want you to take to you a lamb. Everybody say a lamb. Amen. He said I want you to take an unblemished lamb, a spotless lamb. He said I want you to slay that lamb. Take the blood of that lamb, and I want you to take the hyssop. Everybody say get in the house. he your neighbor say don't leave the house. I'm stirred. <laughs> he take his of the brush and they take the blood of the lamb. They would, they would strike the doorpost, the lintel, and down the side. He said, get in, put your shoes on. I'm not gonna read it. You're just going because I feel like I can preach it too long. He said, get in your house. He said, He said, get in your house and don't leave. Put the blood on the doorpost. Consume the lamb. He said, "Put your shoes on. Reach right behind. Reach right behind that wall. There's a backpack. Man, come here, Roman. Come and help, pastors. Oh God. Oh God, somebody shout. Oh God. I mean, want to be saved today? Amen. Amen. So watch the party. There's a backpack. I said, I said a backpack. Maybe, maybe behind the wall. That just I'll leave one right there There's one. He said, I want you to get in the house. He said, because at night judgment's coming upon the land. Oh, my. You better hope I don't have a long illustration. My mama's going to be sending me a doctor bill. He said, he said this, he said you got your shoes on? Hey, boy, you got your shoes on? Because tonight, judgment's coming. Tonight, judgment's coming. The death angel's coming to bring judgment upon the land. And he said, you got to have your shoes on. <clears throat> I can close it. goodness. I think they got all the sound equipment in the church in that thing. <laughs> you yeah, all right? Yeah. Yeah, all right? All right. And he said, come on. Lincoln! 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 Cindy, where did Lincoln go? Where's Lincoln? Where's Lincoln? Where's Lincoln? She didn't go to the house, did she? she didn't go. No, she's in her bedroom. Lincoln! Daddy, get the my microphone ready. Get in here! Right. Cindy, a little bit of a lady waiting. You've consumed the lamb. You put the blood up on the doorpost. Daddy, what are we doing? We're watching. Judgment's coming. But he said, oh, we apply the blood and consume the lamb. And we're going to be thrust out of Egypt to the promised land. Yes, yeah. i come to tell you, Jesus is the Lamb. His blood's been applied, amen, The repentance and baptism. We consume the Lamb, the infinite, of the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to tell you, when He comes to this earth with judgment, He's going to take the church out of here. We're going to be thrust. I wish everybody would stand your feet and clap your hand and say, We're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. Amen, amen. say amen. Rowan, you listen to me. If you go out of the house, you're going to be lost. If you walk outside the blood, you're going to be lost. He said you got to stay in the house. I tell him somebody, you got to stay in the church. Don't let anybody, don't let a boyfriend, don't let no girlfriend pull you out of the church. Don't you let no friend pull you out of the church. Don't you let no video game that's not like God pull you out of the car Come on, I'll preach it to somebody. Don't you let someone God that's so point. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Our feet have been prepared. Our house is ready. He's coming. Everybody say he's coming. He's coming. He said, "Don't come down to the top of the mountain, top of the house He said, "I want everybody to take your hand and put it over your brow." Everybody say he's coming. He's coming. Watch therefore. Watch, Watch therefore. If you've ever heard me preach anything, I'm preaching to you now. Watch. Watch. Don't get caught up in this world. Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. Everybody say Amen. Go ahead and take that off. He may be seated. Lord, I pray for everybody that's heard me preach today. Bow your heads, everybody. Lord, there's a line drawn in the sand. A place of commitment and prayer. Mercy. I've preached about judgment today. It's uncomfortable for me as well as others. But Lord, You said mercy and truth come in, And You have brought mercy to this room because we don't have to stand before You unholy, unrighteous, impure. He gave us an altar to repent. I pray that God, whatever you've stirred their heart to do, they will do. Let conviction come. Let conviction fall. Let them look at sin the way they do COVID-19. Let the fear of the Lord come upon their families. Let them make a cover with their eyes, their ears, their hands, their feet, and their heart. To abstain from the sin of this world. For you come to Jesus. And I'm praying that, Lord, you would grant repentance into this room. Repentance into the heart. Oh, God. I wish somebody would call out the God and pray. can get away in prayer. Behold, I stand at the door. The Lord is that close, personally knocking on your heart, saying you don't have to be lost. I'm going to save you. I'm going to pull you out of that sin. And I'm not going to hold it to your charge. I'm going to forgive you and wash it all away. I'm going to forgive you today. The Lord is knocking on your door and He has been. The Spirit of the Lord will not always strive with man. God brought this preacher to your life today to stand between you and judgment and say obey the Lord. He wants to forgive you. Your failure is not final. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. I want to be ready. Come on. I want everybody in this room to begin to pray. Meena Ô se